Swallow first. Okay. Yep. Welcome to the Power Trip Morning Show. Yep. I've been with that guy before. <laughs> Certainly not. Welcome to the Bets and Quotes podcast. At what point do you lose the Robbie and just become Rob? <laughs> Rob Hummel? Yeah. I don't know. That's a good point. I mean, Robbie's a kid's name, right? Yes. Yeah. You're listening to the Bets and Quotes podcast on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. Smidium. Rays of light through clouds below. Feel its warmth and see its glow. All were given this gift, and so we're equally here to equally grow. Are you greater than the sun that shines on everyone? No matter who you are, we all see the stars black, brown, yellow, red, and white. The sun does not discriminate. Ah, Smitty, are you greater than the sun? <laughs> well, if you had asked me that question a week ago, I would have said, well, of course I'm not. But every time I listen to that, I get more and more confused. So I think maybe I am greater than the sun. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, uh, Zach brought up some interesting points um, on whether or not the uh, the sun might actually be racist. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's hard to know. I don't consider myself racist at all. So, yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe we're both greater than the sun. There we go. I'll take it. Well, this is exciting this week, uh, Chuck. I don't know if you know this, if you can hear the difference. Usually I record uh, at my house, but uh, tonight for this podcast, I heard has sprung to have me record this live from TCO. Um, and so I'm here in their, in their studio, and uh, I think it's going to work out really well. I'm not sure why they have me here, because there's really no reason for me to be here, but I'm, I'm glad to be here for the company. Well, it sounds terrific. You know, I, I had planned to have Muss and Lieber on tonight's show, but, you know, they're on vacation. So, you know, it, it just makes sense for you to be at TCO. Well, and yeah, I thought at first I'd be covering the Vikings. Maybe there'd be an, an interview that I could compose. But uh, as we record this, I believe the entire team is in Seattle for the preseason game. So like I said, I don't know why I'm here, but I'm here at TCO broadcasting for Bets and Quotes. All right. Well, we we appreciate the uh, your dedication, and uh, yeah, um, if you uh, if you get a hold of uh, any uh, any extra food there, because I hear the food's pretty good there, uh, yeah, definitely definitely save that up for me for when I see you in a few weeks. Will do. Will do. In some ways, you are greater than the sun because the sun doesn't do a quotes of the year tournament, <laughs> and you do. So uh, why don't you uh, give us some updates? We've got lots of votes in, and um, you know, I, I think we're we're starting to get into the meat of this thing. Yeah, we sure are. We started with sixty-eight last time we did a podcast, and we have whittled the field down to these saw wheat sixteen, which Ooh. is exciting. Yes, um, we've uh, I've had several hundred uh, votes for for all of the polls that i've been putting up so uh great thanks to all the people who have been participating on twitter there have been just a few surprises though i will say that i i did a pretty good job with seeding because i think at this point the highest remaining seed justin guard is a nine seed 
you know, there's no, there's no Butler coming out of nowhere as a 12 seed or anything like that. So I'm feeling pretty good about that. Two of the number ones have fallen at this point. Uh, both of the meat sauce number one seeds are out of the tournament. Wow. But the other two are still there. And, uh, three of the four number two seeds are still going strong. So, uh, it's been very exciting. A couple of the matchups have come down to a 49-51. In fact, one of them, it was, it was 50%, 50%. And so, it came down to the number of votes. It was within within a percent. So some really exciting results in the tournament so far. That is awesome. Yeah. And uh, yeah, good. well done on the seeding. Because usually, you know, Sweet 16, you typically have a double-digit seed in there, like for the NCAA basketball tournament. So uh, yeah, you're, uh, you're better at seeding than the NCAA selection committee. There we go. Or our fans are better at choosing winners than, than the teams that play in the NCAA tournament. Is that how that works? Well, there's that. Yeah, for sure. So, <laughs> um, now is there a chance that we might have some, uh, some prizes for some of the rooms for some of this voting? Absolutely. We do. We've got from our, some of our sponsors. I'm, uh, I haven't heard back from all of them yet, but seventh Avenue pizza is going to donate some soda stick hats that I'm excited. We'll be able to give those away as some prizes. Nice. Um, Honey and Mackey's has a couple of $25 gift cards that they're going to be sending over to me. And uh, as for Cultivated and Northland, we're, I'm still waiting to hear back, see if we can get something from them, like a gift card. They've, they've both mentioned that they'd like to help us out. I just don't have the specifics on that. So my plan, we're recording this on Thursday. She'll probably get this podcast on Friday at the earliest. I'll probably get the tournament going again on Saturday and have some details about a contest, how you can guess and predict some of the winners as we move forward and get to our quote of the year champion. Well, that is awesome. And, uh, those, the, our sponsors are awesome. Those guys are all, um, amazing. Um, you know, uh, especially Honey and Mackey's because they're going to have that, uh, caramel ice cream, hopefully available when I'm up there, um, in a few weeks. And of course, Seventh Avenue Pizza, Cultivated CBD, uh, they're awesome. And Northland Vodka, the only vodka I will drink. I always stock up when I'm in Minnesota. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to some, some prizes. I, of course, am ineligible to win, but, um, you know, maybe, uh, maybe I can come up with like a burner account or something and, uh, no, but then you'd have to mail that to me and it would get a little bit sticky. So, uh, yeah, I will, I will, I will politely bow out and I will pay full price for any and all of our sponsors because, uh, they're fantastic, uh, fantastic products and fantastic people for sure. Absolutely. And it's been it's really been a pleasure. I've been DMing them on Twitter, going back and forth, and they're all just they're just happy to participate in the goofy stuff like we're doing. And they've all been very nice and very nice to work with. So I appreciate all of our sponsors. Yes, I haven't met the uh, the cultivator uh, Northland people in person, um, but Seventh uh, Avenue, you know the the guys there, they're they're both awesome. Uh, Suzanne from uh, Honey and Mackey's, of course, uh, just fantastic. So uh, so thank you guys so much. We'll have to see. I've as I said, I've been DMing with Honey and Mackey's, and I let them know that we're going to have a group coming out there, and they asked me if I had any suggestions for a specific flavor. And um, I, I gave him a couple of thoughts. My wife and I, we've we've made some ice cream in the past, and we've tried some experiments. And so I gave him kind of a wacky idea. We'll see if they go ahead with that. But we'll report back after our visit there, uh, after our Top Golf outing. 
Yeah, for sure. And, and anybody that listens to this podcast, honestly, I mean, the top golf outing, we've got our, our Patreon crew for that. But, you know, anybody that's a listener to this podcast, if you want to come out to Honey and Mackey's on Thursday, uh, August 31st, we'll probably get out there around 830 ish or so. Um, you're more than welcome to come out there, join us. Um, obviously Honey and Mackey's is just fantastic. Um, and it'd be a perfect little, Little treat, me, uh, you know, maybe, uh, that's a good halftime break. That'll be about halftime of the Gopher game. Maybe run over to Honey Mackey's, say hi to a few people and, uh, and have a little bit of ice cream for your, uh, for your Gopher halftime. So that would be awesome. And maybe try a Smitty inspired, uh, creation. That would be great. All right. Well, this week, uh, we've got, um, of course, our normal stuff, the bets update. We got the quotes of the week. We are going to be talking to Brandon, who was the initials participant, uh, in Detroit Lakes, the Rube that, uh, actually gave AJ a little bit of a run and, uh, and, and put together a great score. So we're going to talk to him all about his experience. Uh, we're going to play point counterpoint. Uh, the topic this week is Robbie Rosenhaus. And then we'll do some quotes notes, of course. Uh, for our Patreon crew, uh, the Guillotine League is established. Our Patreon Guillotine League is established. Uh, there's still a few spots open. So um, check your Patreon email for the details on how to get signed up for that. Uh, we're doing the draft really late. Um, I like doing it really late because everybody likes to do them early, and it's always kind of fun to just you know have one more draft in the bank um, for those of you that play multiple fantasy football leagues. So we're doing it the night before the kickoff game. So it's the Wednesday um, uh, game before the Thursday night Chiefs-Lions game. So one last chance to get a team in there. Um, if you can do that um, and you're interested, uh, just check your Patreon email or hit me up um, on Twitter and um, I can get you the details for the patrons for that. All right. Well, let's get rolling, as always, with a bets update. Parker Bodge, Parker Bodge. Parker Bodge, Parker Bodge. All right. This is Brandon tweeting with the bets update. The Women's World Cup playoffs are in full swing and the United States is gone. Sauce took England and Spain versus Corey in the field for $100. Both of those are still alive. As the quarterfinals get underway tonight, guys, it's the Women's World Cup. Your thoughts? Uh, Yeah, the U.S. is gone. I bet everything on the U.S. to win it all. Um, that was quickly over. Um, I'm done with the Women's World Cup. Smitty? It's it's really too bad that the this tournament is taking place where it is because I I set my alarm for four in the morning to get up and watch the US, but I, I'm not gonna get up and watch any other game. So yeah, I'm I'm kinda done with it. Maybe maybe for our good friend Andy, if England makes it far we can watch, but I'm kind of over it at this point. Yeah, it was just uh very anticlimactic when the US gets knocked out like that. And it further uh emphasizes the point that I hate shootouts in soccer. It is so freaking stupid. And, uh, yeah, I can't imagine like the Stanley Cup being decided on penalty shots. Uh, Brandon, are you watching any of the Women's World Cup soccer tournament? I don't watch TV in the summer. I'm sorry. Um, I love baseball. I don't even watch that, but no, I am not. We're going to tackle some college football. The Gophers are six and a half point favorites over Nebraska in the opening just three weeks from tonight. Sauce mended fences with PJ Fleck but is apparently still betting against the Gophers as he takes Nebraska and the points versus Corey for a hundred dollars. Yeah. I, 
I thought it was funny. I mean, it, not only like less than a week after he apologizes to PJ Fleck, uh, which I thought was a classy move on Sauce's part, uh, immediately turns around and bets against PJ. So uh, good to see that not all of Sauce's habits have died hard. Um, I have a feeling there are going to be a lot of Tommy and Sauce bets um, for and against the Gophers. I don't, I don't see Sauce betting on the Gophers anytime soon. Uh, Smitty, uh, I got to imagine. I mean, you're you're the Gopher guy, so I got to imagine you're on Corey's side on this one. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like Meat Sauce needs to manipulate Tommy. And when it's uh, you know, it's seven and a half points or whatever it is he can push that line a couple points and still he knows Tommy is going to be on the other side of it and just use that to your advantage. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they, they, they've, they've, they've used Tommy to their advantage many, many times. I mean, it's a little bit harder where there's like an actual published line, but um, on those just random bets that Tommy does on the Gophers, like even money on guys to be drafted in the first round. Uh, yeah. They're, they're definitely getting their money's worth out of that. Uh, Brandon, you're up uh, close to bison country. Are you, uh, you a gopher? You a bison? You something else? Uh, I'm both actually. Um, I, I love the bison. I went to Moorhead State University. I spent a lot of my time over at NDSU, um, with a lot of my friends and whatnot, but I've been a lifelong gophers fan. So it's kind of hard for me because I have friends that are on one side or the other, but I'm kind of, in the middle, I, I like both teams. All right, all right. So, uh, so yeah, you're so you're not kicking Tommy Olson out of bed then uh, for being the definitely uh, not for being anti bison. All right, well, good to hear. And now it's time for the quotes of the week. I'd let Brett Favre be on me. Sure. Ted Bundy's been to the Rose Bowl more recently than the than the Gophers. <laughs> Because it's hard to bang and play it at the same time. <laughs> bang and lung darts whale. This is Brandon Tweeten with the quote of the week. It's been a while since we've had a new quote of the week. There were a lot of good candidates to choose from this time. Coming in at number three, asking for clarification. When Meat Sauce starts a story, it's Christopher Allen Hockey. Quote number three. I woke up at like 5.15. That was because... your <laughs> genius. <laughs> so, uh, uh, brilliant little quote there. I, I always love the ones where, uh, like it, it's like hockey catches sauce off guard sometimes. Uh, cause sauce is always ready for Corey to rip him, but he's not always ready for uh, hockey to rip him. Yes. So I, I thought that was brilliant. Oh, I, I thought it was fantastic. And I love how Meat Sauce was laughing more than anyone at that one. He thought that was hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. Absolutely. All right. At number two, in one of his recent visits to Duel of the Decades, we found how strongly Brian Oak feels about Blondie. Quote number two. Wow. You just put some that in your mouth and swallow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's a terrible song. Zacco. Yeah. It's a 90 out of 100. Thank you, Zacco. How are you going to disrespect Blondie with my D in your mouth? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Quote of the week. Yes. Right there. He's Zach, he was talking to Paul. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh... Oak, uh, going a little, uh, a little blue there, uh, disrespecting Blondie with your D in my mouth or my D in your mouth. I guess the context matters a little bit there. Yeah. 
it sometimes surprises me what uh, what Brian Oak is going to get worked up about, and that was definitely one of them. <laughs> and finally, this week's quote of the week belongs to none other than Chris Hockey. I'm um, swinging through the television stations, and Naked and Afraid was on, and they had them paired up, dudes and women. And now, listen, I'm just going to be honest with you. Even at the tender age of 52, I'd have a raging boner the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) My Lord. I mean, come on. Thank you for your honesty. I'm serious. (laughs) I would be, I would have to apologize constantly. I would look at the lady and I'd say, ma'am, my apologies. My little friend here. (laughs) Likes what he sees. Yeah. And and I'm sorry. There was a gust of wind. Yeah. Oh, oh, so good! There's zero chance I could get through that without laughing. <laughs> it's just fantastic. It is so brilliant. Um, and yeah, what, what always amazes me about the radio too is that if they say the word "dick," they have to. They usually have to dump it, depending upon the context. They usually have to dump sure. it. And yet, boner is perfectly fine. And hockey says boner uh, rather frequently. In fact, they had the rosy boner medicine button bar yep. that they used for a long time. So. uh yeah, uh, good choice there for, for the number one quote of the week. Uh, uh, I, I, I don't know. I, Smitty, did you like the fact that, uh, he referenced his little man? <laughs> if it was Tommy, it would be little Tommers, but, uh, <laughs> yes. I'm sorry, ma'am. There was a gust of wind. It's out of my control. <laughs> You're right. And I, I, I'm glad you brought up the ma'am because I love that you put the ma'am in there. It makes it sound very polite, right? Sorry about my boner, ma'am. <laughs> oh, so honestly i i am convinced that chris hockey has like a hog <laughs> well, and he's just playing this <laughs> off because it's a radio bit honestly that, that all would be- he ever talks about is having a small penis and small penis small penis small penis that he brings it up every day i honestly think he actually has a hog and that- he's ashamed to show it that would be one of the greatest long play radio bits of all time. If he just showed up in bike shorts to like a Vegas show and, uh, and let the truth be known. Yep. Absolutely. (laughs) That would be a real prestige moment. If that's true. (laughs) For sure. So I have to say, I I think Brandon did a great job. Uh, I really enjoyed what he did, but I, I have to say, I feel like, I feel like I've, I've been, I've been raking a beach and, and, Months ago, I was a, a a guy on a small beach with a small rake, and my friend Dave, he saw me with my small rake, and and he had a large rake, and he was raking a large beach, and and he asked me if I would like to help him rake his large beach, and I was happy to take his large rake, and and start raking his large beach, and I feel like I feel like uh, maybe that rake has been taken away from me this week, and and someone else is. Is, is raking my beach. And I, I, I'm just not sure how I feel about that. Yeah. Uh, my beach got raked a little bit too. So, uh, you know, the, there's, there's a lot of beaches in the world, but, um, you know, apparently there's a lot of people willing to rake them as well. So, uh, you and I might, uh, might have to find something else to do. Maybe, uh, maybe I'll be the guy that tries to collect the, uh, the less than a dollar uh, cash out tickets from slot machines in Vegas. We'll just stand there instead of putting them in the charity box. Maybe <laughs> you just hand them to me and that's how I make a living. Whatever you got to do to, to break that beach, whatever your beach is. <laughs> it's time for the weekly segment of your thoughts. Copyright dark star. 
All right. Well, this week in your thoughts, uh, yes, you've uh, you've heard him already. And we sat down and talked to Brandon about his initials experience. All right. Well, we're excited to welcome in Brandon. The uh, yeah, that Brandon, the guy that gave AJ a little bit of a run for his money in the initials major that took place in Detroit Lakes. Uh, Brandon, welcome to the Bets of Quotes podcast. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, we're excited to have you, man. Um, you know, uh, now, now Smitty, you were, you were in Detroit Lakes. Um, the first thing I have to say, Brandon, is you're uh, a million times better at getting your name randomly drawn from a hat than, uh, than Smitty is. <laughs> All right. Stick your hand in there. Oh, yes. Let's have a name. Draw somebody that's good at this game. I'm not being dirty. Go. I'm not. I promise. This is the Rube who will play initials today. Who wants to win? Anybody want to play the initials? Anybody? Come on. Just that half. <laughs> yeah, just that half. That, that was weird. Brandon Tweetin. Brandon. No way. No way. Oh, Talk to you, yeah. Gotta be kidding. That's I hope you're lucky. Initials is way better than pull taps. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, so yeah. what's your secret, Brandon? Did you crumple up your paper? Did you do a, like a bow tie fold? What's the secret? How do I get my name chosen next time? So I actually did fold it in a weird configuration. So it wasn't just folded in half. It actually had multiple edges to it. So yeah. maybe I mean that's my secret. I shouldn't give that out. <laughs> but I think it made it easier for Marnie to grab it. Um, oh yeah, I've been to I've been to multiple Las Vegas events and all but one Detroit Lakes events in person. Never got my name drawn. So this time I uh, I folded up the paper um, multiple times and made sure it was not crumpled, so to speak, but at least grabbable. Put it that way. Excellent strategy. I like that. A little game theory on the, the whole initials draw. I love it. Yeah. Um, so when you, the moment you actually get your name drawn, like what's going through your mind? Is it like, Oh my God, I can't believe this is happening. Is it okay? This is cool, but damn, I didn't really actually expect to get picked and now I have to go up there. Uh, what, what was that one right there? Yeah. It was like son of a B. I'm not sure if I can swear on this, but oh, uh, you can definitely yeah. swear. Okay. I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> um, I got drawn. Now I have to go sit up there and have to go through this whole gamut. And yeah, it was uh, it was honestly terrifying. Yeah. A little bit. When I got my name drawn, I'm like, oh boy. All right, here we go. <laughs> so then, so then in the first round, you got one right. And at what was the relief or how did you feel when you got that first correct answer and you you weren't going to be shut out um definitely relief but it was kind of a layup so to speak because mark had guessed lobster or um uh, lake trout i'm like okay this is about fish it's about fish and then as soon as it went to the next clue i'm like oh this is lobster tail so i had to make sure that i knew it was 100% accurate before I rang in, and that's why I was slow to go on the first two rounds. Okay, so then you, you got your confidence, and you yep. ring in, you've got that one right now. 
in the second round, I could tell you had your confidence going because you had, um, forget the initials game itself. You had one of my favorite moments. Uh, Corey and Chris shamelessly plugged themselves <laughs> all the time. Uh, yep. you shamelessly plugged yourself. The initials major live from Detroit Lakes. Wait a minute. You didn't mention the listener who's sitting to the right of, uh, Paul meets us Lambert at all. So Brandon has, uh, one Hi, Brandon. Point. Yeah. Hi, yeah, Brandon. Yeah. Hey, 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 I'm actually brought here by tweet and construction. And if I win, okay. you get $500 yeah. off your next build. No. Wow. Play. I Take advantage think of the opportunity. Hey, if, if Corey's going to do shameless plugs, I'm going to do one too. Man, well played. All righty then. Well Who done. Would do something like that. I don't feel like my plugs are shameless. Not uh, the ones you there's lots of shame involved. I don't know if Corey liked that all that much, calling him out a little bit, but uh, <laughs> I took my opportunity, and AJ seemed to love it, and Mark patted me on the back while I was, I don't know if you saw that when I was sitting on stage, but uh, no, it, it was it was fun. It, it, I even winked at my wife when they went to me, and she knew I was going to do something. <laughs> it was going to be a shameless plug on my own damn company. So I, I think that was great. And I think Corey might act annoyed, but whatever's good for the bit is good for the show. And, and he loved it anyway. Sure. Oh, yeah. Corey, it, it's always good to give Corey just a little bit of his own medicine sometimes. And oh, uh, yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I think agree. he thought it was funny for sure. Yeah. Um, so you get one point after round two, uh, or you get one point in round two. So you're sitting at two points after two rounds. So yep. you're doing all right. You're plugging along. Uh, what's your mindset going into round three? Did you feel like I got to shake things up? Did you feel like, Hey, I'm, I'm doing all right. Maybe I'll get three or four. I don't embarrass myself. Maybe beat a couple of the other people. Like what, what was your mindset entering the third round? So when I walked on stage for round three, I sat and talked to AJ for just a little bit. And I said, you know what? I'm changing my strategy. And he goes, okay. And he goes, what's your strategy? I said, I'm not telling you, but I'm changing. It. <laughs> and Will you tell us? He goes, all right. So what I changed. So in round one, I waited until I had 100% conviction that I was right to ring in. In round two, I was maybe... 95% sure I was right before I rang in. Maybe even 98%. I don't know. It's hard to put a percentage on that, right? Mm-hmm. Round three, I'm like, you know what? If I'm 80 or 90% on this, I'm going to ring in, take a deep breath, let it process, and then boom, say the answer. And then say alien at farm and immediately And then say it. alien. <laughs> I knew that was going to come up. And then say alien and farm and I tell you what, I had that one on the very next clue. Oh, that's always a buzz. I had it on the very next clue, and it went to another clue after that. Like, son of a gun. So, uh, first round. Marnie got lottery ticket, because the initials were LT, right? Mm -hmm. And after the show, I talked to Corey about it, and I was a split second behind her. And I said, would you have accepted lotto ticket, lotto ticket, right? Right. Mm -hmm. And he hemmed and hawed. He goes, I'm not sure it's the same thing, but I had lottery ticket written down. And like, well, in my brain, it was lotto ticket. 
he might have accepted that. That might have been another one that I would have gotten. I was a split second behind Marnie on that one. What you what you have going for you is that your name is not Paul Lambert. And I think that would have <laughs> probably been enough for him to, to give it to you. 100%. If it was sauce, it was immediate. Tarkington or Tarkington. Yeah, no, I I get that. And then, so round two, I was a little more relaxed. Round one, I was I was pretty intense. I was uptight and... If you listen back to it, or people have listened back to it, they were getting these on one and two clues constantly. So my feeling was, holy balls, um, I'm a little league player trying to, you know, take a pitch in the big leagues here because it it was insane. I'm like, I am way out of my league. I'm actually pretty good at the home version, but I play against people that don't really know the game. Right. That helps. (laughs) When I listen to it on the radio, I'm awful at it. So when when you guys did your other podcast, you said, well, he downplayed himself. No, I I didn't, honestly, in my own brain, because I'm not good at this game when I listen to it. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times that's background noise. When I was sitting on stage, and this is going to, it's going to sound crazy, but I feel like I'm better at this game when there's an audience and there's pressure because I try to just focus in on putting the puzzle together, which is what Corey does. He's putting a puzzle out there and I was trying to put that puzzle together. Does that yeah, make sense? Absolutely. And that, and it's funny because that is the you know opposite of the, the normal experience. I mean, some people, you know, the one time I was fortunate enough to play initials, it was, you know, I felt I did about exactly like I do when I listen. So for me, it was like just kind of on par. But I know a lot of people, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, this is this is fairly easy in my car. And they get in front of the mic and they get shut out. They don't even ring in, Um, you know, more often than not. You're one of the very first people I've heard to say that it's easier actually playing than it is listening. So that's that is interesting. And, it's- you know. Anybody yeah. that doubts that, uh, I think you kind of proved it. Well, I wish I had that mindset going into the first round and second round instead of only the third round. So let's talk about that third round. So um, third round comes around uh, and you start to get a little bit hot. In fact, uh, you got four in the third round. And at one point yep. you had cut the score, uh, you had cut AJ's lead down to eight to six. You were the only person left that could catch AJ. So right there, I mean, that's a huge accomplishment. Yep. Everybody else was dead. You were the only person, uh, between AJ and the gold jacket. Um, you know, uh, the, the, the controversial one came up, um, Auntie Anne's, uh, pretzels. <laughs> Uh, did you know, uh, the correct answer or how close yeah. were you to oh. getting it before they rang in? If, if you listen back to it, you'll hear me sigh. So I, I've listened back to this probably twice now, like the whole, the whole thing. Cause obviously I was involved and I want to listen back. Oh yeah. And AJ rings in and I knew I needed the next two to actually tie. And I just went, Oh, <laughs> and at that point I'm like, AJ's got it. And I just kind of slumped down. And he got it wrong. As a rookie mistake, I should have just said my name because I knew it at that point. I knew the answer. And he got it wrong. And then Paul ring rings in ahead of me. I'm like, 
Ah, oh, and I actually patted him on the back and I said, you should have let me get the, get that one. <laughs> and he goes, I got to play the game straight. I'm like, I respect that. And I absolutely respect him playing the game straight, but I had that. Yeah. He even mentioned that on his Saturday show. I don't know if you caught that, but, uh, he, I did uh, not. they I were, did not. they were talking to Tatum, um, about playing cause they had Tatum on, on the Saturday show. Okay. And, uh, yeah, he, uh, he said, yeah, uh, when that Brandon guy played Detroit Lakes. Uh, actually, I'll play the audio clip. I was just focused on not be embarrassing myself. Correct. Right. He takes Which no is- prisoners. <laughs> yeah. Very ruthless. And uh, But and you so- got to play the game, too. Sure. That's the other thing. And that, when we played the... Uh, I mean, we- you don't want to be like Gorgon Rosen. No, but when we played up at the... Uh, <laughs> what a disaster. Up, up at Detroit Lakes. Terrible Brandon, performance. I mean- the Rube was making a run to tie up AJ, and I s- stepped in and got one of them. And he leans over off the mic and goes, you should have let me get that. I look at him and go, no, no. that's not how this works. Mm-mm. We play the game straight up. That's play to makes, the end. We play to the end. That's what makes the game fun. Exactly. Now, so, yeah, yeah. So Sauce uh, said that uh, that uh, you were you were a little bit disappointed in him. Um, I wouldn't say disappointed. I was just like, okay, can you hesitate for a second <laughs> knowing that somebody has to take AJ down and I'm the only guy that can do it? No, I I had that one. And what he, well, maybe what he didn't bring up, I haven't listened to it yet, but the alligator arms, Hmm. I had that one as well. I was a split second behind sauce on alligator arms. I could have had four in a row. Oh, definitely. And you, you combine those two with, you know, your near miss in the first round. And uh, yeah, you very much could have beaten AJ. Well, in, in the second round, Okay, I'm I'm gonna circle back here just a little bit. That that second round, Marnie beat me by maybe one tenth of a second on tape recorder. Every one of us rang in about the exact same time for Tootsie Roll. Okay. And then my wife was staring daggers through me after AJ guessed the rainforest instead of tropical rainforest. Oh, I can't believe He's how like, long that one lasted. Like, I immediately knew it was tropical. My wife of- is staring daggers, and the table, <laughs> I'm like, I, okay. So my brain is going to, okay, it's not rainforest. What the hell can it be? Well, yeah, apparently it was tropical rainforest, not the rainforest. I I probably could have had that one if I was smarter. I I, I don't know. It, it, and I can imagine up yeah. on the stage where you're trying to figure out what's going on is, yep. you know, is it, is it that obvious? And that must be a tough place to be. <laughs> Absolutely. Cause it's like, okay, everyone knows this, but me and the people sitting next to me, it's like, Oh, what's going on here? <laughs> or I all thought of about us- this last week uh, when it was Kevin Gorg and everyone else had guessed who so he got free clues. And in that moment, you're just like all the pressures on you because Sure. you're the only one in the world who needs to get this. And I don't remember what it was, but he missed it. And I, I couldn't blame him. It was a tough one. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember what it was either, but uh, no, it it was an absolute experience. And honestly, I feel like I left so much on the table. I'm not saying that I'm better than AJ, but this was my, <laughs> my time to shine and I could have done it. I just didn't pull it through. Well, you were close, and maybe your paper folding techniques will get you back into uh, an initials game uh, sometime in the future. That would be pretty awesome. Corey made a comment that uh, after I got amino acids, 
I don't know if you remember that one. Yeah, you got it after like two clues. That was great. He was three. And he said, Marnie, what's your seat? 13? Maybe Brandon <laughs> should be in your spot. I'm like, well, maybe. I don't think he'll do it. But uh, maybe he'll bring a Rube in at some point to play in this game. And I would like to be that one. Well, I would say if any Rube wins a live show, they absolutely have to be in the tournament. I mean, that's like a no-brainer. And it, it would be so it, it would be cool to get a Rube involved, you know, maybe in you know, maybe someone like yourself who's who's shown their uh their uh their might in a live initials game. That would be pretty cool. A couple a couple more questions just for you, Brandon. Um not sure. initials related. So uh where where do you actually live? Where where's your hometown? So my address is Pelican Rapids, but I'm in Lakes Country, about 15 miles south of Detroit Lakes. Okay, okay. So and, we we live on the lake. All right. Well, that's that's a good location to be. And shameless plug for your company. Uh, give us, uh, tell us a little bit about your uh, your company. So my my company is Tweet and Construction, and do custom lake homes, um, decks, rent. I mean, just. You name it. I, I've done it all. Everything from concrete to finish work, everything. I do it all. Well, but fantastic. That, that's why I threw that in there. And I think it bugged Corey a little bit, but uh, it's <laughs> no, okay. It, it was absolutely brilliant. And, uh, and uh, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I think uh, I think the rooms appreciated it. Uh, who cares if. Uh, oh, hell yeah. Yeah, I mean, yep. when you when you regardless of who you might piss off with one comment, if everybody else loves it, I think it's perfect. Mark Parrish absolutely loved it, and he patted me on the back and he goes, "Good move, boy. Good move." <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. Well, congratulations. Thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, we uh, absolutely we were cheering for you, and it's great to get uh, get your perspective from a guy who knows how to get his name drawn. I do want to say um, Corey has built an amazing product here. I want to give him a shout out because I even told him at Zorba's the night before, which now it's going to sound like collusion and it's definitely not. But I told him the night before that uh, this idea is absolutely brilliant. And if a guy like myself put this together, it would fail epically. But the platform that he has and the connections that he has has made this, you know, unbelievable. And he he's absolutely brilliant. And he brings it up once or twice a week too, so that's not a bad and thing he, either. He <laughs> brings it up all the time. That's why I threw the shameless plug thing out there. But, uh, no, he he's done an amazing job. And by the way, shout out to you guys, Chuck and Chuck. I'm not sure you're getting paid for any of this stuff. <laughs> Hell no. But uh, what you guys are doing is awesome for the show. And all of us Rubes appreciate it more than you know. And I, I'm i just really happy to be here with you. So, well, We're just glad so. to have you, Brandon. It's been great talking to you. And uh, I'm glad to know you. And now I'll recognize you next time I'm in Detroit Lakes or in Vegas. Sure. We'll have to, have to buy you a drink. Absolutely. All right. Hey. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was awesome getting to talk to Brandon. He is a great dude, uh, comes to a ton of live events. So um, looking forward to uh, to seeing him hopefully sometime soon. And now it's time for a brand new segment on the Bets and Quotes podcast. Welcome to Point 
Counterpoint on the Bets and Quotes podcast. Point. We'll get the inside scoop from Robbie on that, who's been doing great uh, Vikings bits on the air for us. We'll talk about that. Counterpoint. Welcome back to the Power Trip Morning Show featuring Robbie Rosenhaus and all your Vikings news um, from people at K-Talk down the hall. Thanks a lot. This is awesome. This is great. I love working for this. I am. This is ridiculous. Is we are live at TCO Studios doing a show at Vikings training camp. We just did the exact information, and then we send it. And there's a Vikings update from somebody who's not on our show. <laughs> what in the hell is going on? Point. Where'd you get that firework sounder for your update? I uh, just got it off. A lot, lot of production work yeah. with those updates. <laughs> yes. I mean, there's a lot of effort in that. Yeah. Those are great. How long, does great. It, how long does it take you, theater of the mind, how long does it take you to put that 55 seconds together? About eight to ten minutes. Okay, that's not bad. They're great. Okay. They're yeah, very good. Thank you very much. Yeah. I appreciate so what, it. I hope the listeners A lot of random them. Helga, uh, like the horn sound in yeah, there. Yeah, the horn oh. sound, yeah. I don't know what I'm going to get when I listen to Robbie's update. Well, yeah, they're go, great. I, I had to go through and pick out the perfect NFL films music oh. as if I was shopping for a wedding and had to pick out the perfect wedding cake the flavor. The I had best. to go through about seven or eight flavors. Oh, the music matters. You're the like music Hans, matters. You're like yes. Hans Zimmer putting yeah. a movie yeah. score yes. together. Danny Elfman, yes. For these updates. They're unbelievable, and it's one of the Great innovations at the fan. Who says old dog new tricks? I mean, yeah. we at the fan, we don't do a lot of sports updates. No, nope. uh, but Robbie's uh, taking it uh, by the reins. All Bossberg's idea too. Counterpoint: There's only murders in the building. <sighs> I think there's going to be one later. Yeah, <laughs> maybe it's good we're at TCO yeah. and not in uh, St. Louis Park. If we were in the St. Louis Park studios, I would have deleted that. We yeah. just did the Vikings update. Yeah. And instead, we gave him another minute and a half of a commercial. No. Yeah. I don't understand what's going on. I never know what's happening. Welcome back to the Power Trip Morning Show. Hi! Counterpoint. It's too bad TJ didn't walk onto the field because then Robbie couldn't lose his mind about yeah. a grown man walking. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we have to show enthusiasm. Grown man walking. Hey, you know what? You do enough enthusiasm on this station, you'll get your own bit during the commercial break. <laughs> no. <laughs> Go again. It's not even Tuesday. Predictors. Time for the predictors. Predict it real good. That's it. All right. What do you got for us this week in quotes notes? Just a few notes this week. Um, I wanted to comment that uh, the the was he even listening segment is always gold. And sometimes you can even sense it coming at the end of, a, of an episode. But I wonder, you know, Sauce does pretty well, and I, y- you could probably put Corey in that same situation. Was he even listening in, in hockey? You know, they, they pick on Meat Sauce because, well, he's Meat Sauce, but I feel like he's been doing pretty well with some of them lately, and uh, I don't know, the, mit- the bit might go away if he keeps doing this well. Yeah, you know, he, he really has done absolutely well. And, you know, especially on today's show when Hawk wasn't there, because I think Sauce definitely pays more attention and listens better when Hawk isn't there. And he knows it's like him and Corey and, 
And the guess, I think Sauce steps it up a little bit, but you know, you're right because you know, they, they could put Hawk or Corey in the same situation. Hell, you could definitely put me in that situation because my workday starts at 8.30. And so I'm kind of doing like, you know, some, I, I do all my like administrative email um, messaging, all that kind of crap until my first meeting at nine. And so that last half hour, I'm kind of like half listening. And as soon as Corey plays that, was he even listening? Then I kind of like perk up a little bit and it's like, I kind of <laughs> test myself and it's like, yeah, I usually get a couple wrong. So, um, so yeah, I, I props to sauce for, uh, for stepping it up lately. Props to him for that one. And then I have to pile on with Bronislav Molnar. <laughs> that moment was just, <laughs> I think they said that Corey has never laughed harder. And I was laughing oh. just along with him. Oh, and it was totally. just one after the other. And you could tell that he was trying just as hard as he could, but he could not pronounce that Molnar name as, as much as he tried. It is, it's, a, it's, and it's, it's even worse when something gets stuck in your head and then you're trying to get rid of it and you can't. It's like he just could not shake it. And, uh, even though they were saying it to him directly, he just, he could not shake it and get it right. Just brilliant stuff. And, <laughs> and my, my last note, more brilliant stuff. I, I think about, you know, the news cycle that we're in and all the stuff that's going on in the world and Hawaii is melting off the face of the planet. And who knew? Who knew that the Montgomery brawl was what we needed in our news cycle to <laughs> to lift the spirit of the nation and, and make us all laugh? I thought uh, Max's breakdown was just oh, chef's God. kiss. It was golden. Oh, my God. Max, is, he's he's brilliant with a lot of that pop culture stuff and uh, viral stuff. He uh, he very had a had a very uh great description of everything and I, it was funny because i hadn't for some reason it was off my radar until they started talking about it so um i immediately pulled it up and yeah it was it was it was sometimes you know something goes viral and it's like eh, it doesn't necessarily hit me i was like that was uh that was every bit what they build it up to be and uh, i got some good laughs out of that that was great i i had seen some of the stuff that was going on on tiktok and and Twitter and stuff like that but also in that moment when they they kind of opened the show with it and they played that song and my first thought was the same as Corey's I thought oh crap is this Alexander Madison's little you know oh. submission to the mm. podcast but it, it wasn't at all and that was just that was just great yeah, I, I hope for his sake that he may be kind of for, I, I mean, I have no idea what Alexander Madison's uh, abilities are or aren't, but um, I, I'm hoping he maybe just forgets about that little part because um, I, it, it, there's a lot of room for downside uh, when it comes to athletes performing. So uh, <laughs> there's a very small chance that what he produces is going to be received very well by the show. Precisely. Yes, for sure. <laughs> Do you have any uh, notes for us this week? I just have one. Um, and it's, it's, this is, you know, this is sort of this quotes notes all started because of Tommy's take. So I find it kind of appropriate that, uh, my, uh, my take is about Tommy this week. Um, Tommy loves documentaries and Tommy is very easily influenced by documentaries. It seems like every documentary that Tommy watches, he comes out loving the person that the subject of the documentary was about. And it got me to thinking, and I know you're never supposed to use the uh, the German leader during World War II in any type of comparison, that that's like career suicide. So I'm not going to do that. So instead, I'm going to say that if uh, if Tommy watched the documentary on Benito Mussolini, um, 
I think there's a good chance he would have jumped to the Axis side of the war. Uh, it seems like Tom can be pretty much talked into anything. He seems like a cult leader's dream. I think evidence of what you're talking about is him watching Hard Knocks and thinking that Aaron Rodgers isn't that bad of a guy. That's exactly what you're talking about. Exactly. I mean, come on. I'm like, you know, I I, I don't care what he's presenting for, you know, a Hard Knocks show. You can't throw out 13 years of, do- or even more than that, 15 years of douchebaggery from the man um, for <laughs> one preseason on Hard Knocks, Tommy. It's like, come on. Uh, I but yeah, I, I I think no matter what you know, what what whatever you want to make the topic about, I think you make a documentary, you throw it on Netflix, and you've got one hundred percent commitment from Tom. I don't know if it's too late in the show, but thirteen years of douchebaggery is probably the name of this podcast. <laughs> you know what? I'll, that, that's kind of the subtitle because I wanted to give Brandon the shout out for the title, but uh, yeah, thirteen <laughs> years, <laughs> thirteen years of douchebaggery. Although <laughs> this is bad, I wouldn't want Corey to think it's about him. <laughs> just kidding Corey. if you do listen to this uh, so <laughs> oh my goodness all right well that's a fun tonight uh yeah that was uh thank you again to brandon for uh for joining us and um maybe we'll get some uh some musical selections from brandon in the future um that's that's a little bit of a future tease to see if we can uh get get him to come back on the podcast for uh to uh to sing a certain song for us uh but in the meet, actually, I should do a live bets and quotes score update. Uh, the Viking game hasn't kicked off yet. We kick off in 15 minutes. Go Seahawks money line. All right, Smitty, where can they find you at in the meantime? As always on Twitter or X or whatever they're calling it these days, <laughs> if you're looking for bad photoshopping and, and power trip wit, then at Oom Smitty. Otherwise, if you're just looking for quote of the, quote of the week nonsense, then at power trip quotes. And, and you had to be proud when uh, AJ uh, shouted you out too and called you our Smitty Oom. Not like you, you are like our Smitty Oom, not Sauce's friend. He isn't our Smitty Oom. You are our Smitty Oom. So that's, uh, you got to be proud of that. That's our Jacques and our Smitty Oom. <laughs> You're two of a kind. All right. And I'm, of course, at PowerTribets on Twitter. Um, if you're looking to join the, uh, the Patreon crew for the fun things that we do, uh, the top golf outing, the guillotine league, happy hours throughout the year, um, some free bets that I place for the group. Um, lots of fun. We got a really cool crew. You can always join us at patreon.com slash bets and quotes. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll talk to you in two weeks. Have a great weekend. Bye bye now.